Hey, what's going on? It's Paul Allen, play-by-play -play voice for the Minnesota Vikings, and thank you very much for listening to the UK Scoldgers podcast. Play fake. Cousins taking a deep shot. Jefferson's got separation, and he's got the catch inside the 40. Jefferson still going. See you later. Justin Jefferson, have a day. And John touchdown. Herb Smith, the rookie from Alabama, with his first NFL touchdown. Skull UK Vikings fans, welcome along to the UK Skulgers podcast for yet another episode. And we are coming off yet another win. We are going into our bye week at 5-1 and one, thanks to a victory over the Miami Dolphins in week six. Uh, I'm Tom Perry-Jones. Welcome along. And uh, I am joined this week by the other Tom, Tom Wade. How are you doing, Tom? I am doing very well, Tom. It is unbelievable how well I'm doing right now. The Minnesota Vikings <laughs> are 5-1. and one. I, I've just got to say it again. The Minnesota Vikings are five and one. I mean, if yeah. that doesn't give you the reason to be good on this, maybe it's after because we're recording this straight after the bat. Maybe it's a <laughs> Monday morning. Maybe it's a Tuesday again it later. But if that saying right there doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what will. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we go into our bye week with the the first 5-1 record we've had since 2012. Sorry, 2016. Uh, we won the first five before our bye, uh, lost the next four after that. But this season, I'm feeling we're in a, a better position than we were in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. I think you can quite clearly see that we are we are in a much better position and we're playing much better football. We look more composed. We look more... I've never been so good in a game. And I think you could be testament to this of where I am in the Twitter chat of how cool, calm, and collective we are going into a game, Tom. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It, this is almost yeah. different. This this Minnesota Vikings team right now under Coach K, it's been, it's been a joy to watch. I mean, we'll get into it in a minute, but we've had it all, haven't we? Close games. Now we've had a, yeah. a what looked to be a, a sluggish game turn into a bit of a wide... I don't want to go blowout, but kind of blowout to pulling it back and we're sweating again. But we got over the line. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's... It's almost a different type of Vikings that we're seeing now to what we're used to seeing. Yeah, for sure. Like we're we're even the even the game we lost. I mean, well, no, it, it was a fairly comprehensive win by the Eagles, but they're they're looking like one of the best teams in the NFC uh, this season. But let's focus on the on the Dolphins game, and I tell you what, that was a slog watching the first half of that game. <laughs> you're not joking i think we all said it at the same time didn't we this is a bit woeful. yeah well we all thought about turning it off didn't this we this is a bit this is a bit yeah yeah it's a bit like oh but i said though and i, I posted it on twitter this has the making of a piss boiling vikings win all over it because it did i didn't think yeah. there was not a point in the game where i thought we were going to lose to be honest with you and look the viking that uh, dolphins this isn't a dolphins team that it should have been. They've got a lot of injuries. They're missing their main man for one in Tua, even though he was cleared, didn't play today. 
this mm-hmm. Dolphins team isn't the Dolphins team that looked good at the start of the season. So I kind of, you know, kind, kind of, I'm not going to say expected this, but I kind of knew in my mind that we would come through this. But yeah, you're right. It was woeful at times, but you know, yeah, you come definitely. through it. <laughs> the the offense barely turned up in the first half. There was there was seven punts on the opening seven possessions of the game for both teams, and then the Dolphins got a field goal. Uh, by the way, one of those punts uh, for the it was the Vikings' second punt of the game. Ryan Wright with a seventy three yard bomb. Like it seemed like special teams was the only um, platoon of our of our team that had actually turned up uh, today. Yeah, it did. Our special teams did look good today, didn't it? And just to put that in context as well, you know, there was no fight, no Vikings first down until halfway through the second quarter. And we didn't even get That's over bonkers. the halfway line until just over five minutes to go in the second. Three straight first downs after that, though, I will say. You know, we didn't get mm-hmm. in Dolphins territory until, what, uh, four and change to go in the second. We were 0-4 on third downs until three minutes into the second. Look, Let's nutshell this. That first half was one to forget, wasn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, we can just put a pin. But like you say that, but we went, we, it was a terrible first half, but we went into half time 10 3 up. Yep. The, the Dolphins, the Dolphins only managed the field goal. Yeah. Um, and Kirk Cousins was perfect passing on our touchdown drive. Um, he made a, a, a couple of big plays on that drive. Um, and finished it off with a with a pass to uh, Irv Smith Jr. and of course Irv's uh, Irv's father, um, Irv Smith Senior, friend of the show. So uh, do let us know if you're still listening, Irv. Love to hear from you. Um, sorry, go on. Yeah, and I was just going to say there was a big moment in that game in in that play. You say about Kurt Perfect, six for six on that drive. Didn't do it all all mm-hmm. the first half. You know, a, a big call rough in the passer got us into that. But I thought Irv Smith so. Sold Baker into next week, didn't he? For that, oh, what a, oh, what a finish! Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, it was a it was a great great uh, touchdown catch. Um, and then the, the Dolphins managed to miss a field goal, and then we punt again, and then we come up with an interception on um, the the very next play off uh, the the Dolphins possession. We don't manage to do much with it, but it's good field position and it puts us in field goal range like straight away. So we managed to take a 10-3 lead into halftime. Yeah, 10-3 uh, at halftime. And you take that, don't you, at that point? I mean, of on course, the road, with the way on, the game had gone yeah. to up to that point, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And especially on the road as well. Like I said, we can't beat up too much on them because it, it was a it was a pretty beat up Miami Dolphins team. But 10-3 yeah. on the road, you're kind of heading into the second half then going right knuckle down let's let's get some out of this and really push on and i thought that's what it did and i think i can't remember you say there about the interception was it was it, it wasn't smith was it no i don't think it was but something from that you know was somebody in there patrick peterson can we talk about him a second today well can we can wow. we talk about him at the end like cuz that was the, like his big play came right at the end but yeah he was he was amazing today and like he's going to want to take that performance and build on it for the first game after the bye, which of course is against his old team, the Arizona Cardinals in Minneapolis. Yeah, definitely. And that's where we go again, isn't it? I mean, 
they we'll talk about the buy. I mean, we've got a buy now, so we can got plenty of time to speak about. But you look at the look at the games we got out of that. <laughs> Five and yeah, one sat like now is my eight and two prediction looking good. I'm gonna sit here and say absolutely it's looking good. <laughs> I think I think you might be right. Like getting to if we go into Thanksgiving at eight and two, like I'd be pretty happy with that because obviously the Bills in Buffalo is gonna be tough. Cardinals at home, I think we can win. The Commanders are looking pretty ropey. And then the Cowboys in US Bank, I think we can win that as well. Um Yeah. I yeah, I think eight and two going into into Thanksgiving uh against the Patriots will will be pretty good. Oh, it will be. It, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know how far we're gonna go into this. Obviously, guys, if you're listening, instant reaction. We haven't done one of these, Tom, forever, have we? To be honest. <laughs> Let, let's be fair. Like this is an instant reaction. We haven't had much time to sort of plan what we're gonna be talking about. So it is a little bit of a ropey pod. But yes, uh, we're we're very happy that you're sticking with us, uh, despite that. Absolutely. Um, so then coming out into the second half, then uh the dolphins obviously have the ball, so they're looking at tying the game up. We managed to stop them on a uh, on a fake punt uh, on fourth and one at the end of their drive, which uh, gave us good momentum. But again, we uh, yet again didn't manage to get anything going on offense. So it led to another run of six straight punts. Yeah, it did. And I'm not saying two is the number here to go by, but if you look at it, first quarter, we didn't do anything. Second, we came to play. Third quarter, didn't do anything. Fourth quarter, we came to play. It was kind of like that third quarter was a bit like the first, wasn't it? We we all of a sudden had this excitement of the second. Yes, we're come on, we're going, we're moving. And then all of a sudden it was like third quarter, this got a bit yeah. dank again. Yeah, like the third quarter did end okay. Like obviously we we took the ball uh, with about three minutes left to go in the quarter. And then Cousins, again, had another perfect drive. Uh, I can't remember exactly how many it was, maybe five for five on uh, on this drive, including a 47-yard completion to Justin Jefferson, who had been kept bottled up pretty well um, up to that point in the game by uh, yeah. you know the likes of Xavier Howard. But that 47-yard completion getting us down into the red zone, you know, six yards, I think eight yards out. And um, that set up Delvin Cook for a, a six-yard run, which actually was his longest run up to that point. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry, he did have a six-yard run later in the game. That was a six-yard pass yes. that got us down to the two. And then Adam Thielen, who, again, bottled up up until that point, comes up with a big two-yard catch at the back of the end zone for a uh, Vikings touchdown. Absolutely. I mean, Tom, I don't know about you, but just that there. And then obviously we'll talk about the next the next Vikings to the after. But it was kind of like in the fourth quarter, the Vikings reverted to the old Vikes. We did it the old way. I mean, JJ was yeah. bottled up all game. Xavier now, I'd give it to him. Did a very, very good job on him. But it come down to Cook, Thielen, and then Cook again to get this done. I mean, but one thing I did note in old, my notes. The old guard. Yeah, the old guard. The one thing I did note, and I, I didn't know the significance it would take, but I noted it because I thought, oh, that's going to be something we're going to have to talk about. Maybe we're going to talk about it as in, ah, it didn't matter. Or we're going to talk about, mm, that could have been, we, that's important. But the missed kick after the Thielen touchdown, I thought, 
Oh no, yeah. Greg. Could have oh, come no. back to haunt us. Yeah, mm. especially when I thought, oh no, if, if they get one quick and they go for two. And they did. It, yeah, do you know? It, it is kind of they like... managed. They managed to come back with a drive of exactly the same number of plays, the exact same duration as ours, and they managed to um, complete a short yardage pass into the end zone to bring it back to 16-10. Yeah, yeah that was you were absolutely right. That was literally three minutes... 58 seconds or something after we yeah, scored four, four, 409 but yeah yeah, yeah. Was, 409 yeah it was hardly any time at all yeah exactly and Gasaki again who I thought had a good game today actually it, Mike Gasaki did have a very good game he kept the minute didn't he and then Sanders kicked that and then we're talking about we need now something again to keep us going and then all of a sudden the man that can't be bottled up <laughs> for too long Dalvin Cook 53 yards up until that point he was averaging two yards a carry 53 yards yeah. to the house in his own house i mean yeah the man oh. coming back to his home city of miami um and rocking the hometown dolphins it reminded me of a performance uh dalvin cook's performance reminded me a bit of uh a, a, an old school adrian peterson performance you know what i mean like where adrian used to like make one or two yard gains and get bottled up for most of the game. And then like in the third or fourth quarter, he'd break off a massive one. And that would like really boost his numbers for the day. Like he was obviously a, a fantastic running back, but sometimes he would have those games where he couldn't get anything going, but he still made it look like a good game because he had a huge run at one point and a touchdown, which cook obviously had today. He had 13 runs, for a total of 77 yards, a long of 53 for a touchdown. It was a it was a decent day for Dalvin Cook, uh, if you include that run, less so without it, but a decent day for him. Yeah, absolutely. Def- yeah, absolutely. And uh, just, just interesting on that, the fact that net, <laughs> net rushing yards, the Vikes only had 78. Who had the other one yard? Must have been Kirk, surely. Uh, just uh, <laughs> Uh, well, it was Madison got one one run for three. We had CJ Ham convert a short one for three yards, and Cousins had negative five oh. um, <laughs> because of obviously the kneels at the end of the game that ah, contributed to it. And uh, uh, I don't think he got sacked on it or um, or brought down after trying to escape the pocket because that's not really a Cousins maneuver. But yeah, seventy eight yards total. Dalvin Cook responsible for seventy seven of them which is absolutely insane. And then that brings me into the next insane thing. Kirk today, I mean, I don't know if I'm reading this right. Just 175 yards compared when you look at Teddy, who today went for 329. 329, yeah. That's got to be, wow. It's it's a big disparity. And obviously Cousins only completed three three passes less than Teddy Bridgewater. uh, Cousins completed 20 of 30, Bridgewater 23 of 34, and yeah Bridgewater went for 150 more yards um, and by the way, Jefferson responsible for 107 of Cousins' 175 passing yards which is insane, given that he was bottled yeah. up until the point that we and just he didn't score about. a touchdown yeah, and didn't get a, didn't really get a sniff did he, to be fair you know? not really, like the Dolphins the Dolphins did very well in the first half keeping both Cook and Jefferson totally bottled up. Thielen and Smith had a couple of um, a couple of good catches, especially for the touchdowns. KJ Osborne had 18 yards. He was the third highest receiver on the day. Um, Irv Smith, by the way, only seven yards. Yeah, 
That's strange, isn't it? But three of those yards were, or two of them were for a touchdown. So we we can let him off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I'm just looking at that now. Longest is four. I mean, oof. Yeah, that's that, that's obviously the tuddy. Um, but yeah, just something again, fine margins. We're talking about fine margins here. Something that instantly popped out in front of me, and I really want to bring this up with you. The Vikings mm-hmm. today, two penalties for 20 yards. The Dolphins, 10 for 97. Vikings, yeah. no, no turnovers. Miami Dolphins, three. You know, time of yeah. possession. They had 35, 20, 35 minutes, 29 seconds possession. 24, 31 for the Vikings. I mean, talk about yeah. clinical. Are we being clinical? Are we just getting it done when we need to get it done? We had our highlight moments. There is that, uh, but there's also penalties. Like you say, the Vikings only gave up two penalties for 20 yards, but the Dolphins gave up 10 for 97. That is, that, that'll kill a team, giving up 100 yards in penalties. Um, I remember one point, the Dolphins, I think, were third and 32. And that really killed them when they were looking very, very dangerous. That Those penalty yards pushed them out of field goal range even um, and meant that they weren't able to come away with a score in the first half when they probably really should have. Um, the Dolphins have looked decent this season, but today was not a good day for them. Um, but I think the most important thing we can take from this is that the Vikings also didn't look good and yet we're still coming away with wins there's been a few games this season where we've looked pretty ropey and still come away with a win yeah it has been and that's what that's what my concern was towards the end of the game especially you know Gazeki goes in three yards thankfully they missed the, the extra two and then the onside kick came to us but when we sat there with what okay it's a minute and what 20 at that point 24 16 mm-hmm. They recover that onside kick. We are sweating a lot more than what we probably were at the time, <laughs> weren't we? Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, especially when we called a timeout as well. Because you'd think, like, you've got to be expecting the uh, the onside kick. Get the hands team out there. You know, get a Caleb Evans. And uh, and Cam Bynum eventually came up with the, uh, with the onside kick recovery, which is so important. Because obviously giving the Dolphins, even with a minute 24, they're giving them the ball back anything can happen. You know, the Vikings are notorious for shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and it's funny you mentioned Bynum. I thought he was absolutely fantastic today. What a game yeah, from Bynum. He had a very, very good day. I mean, he, he uh, recovered a fumble, um, forced a fumble as well. Oh, sorry. He, he Yeah, he recovered a fumble that was forced by Harrison Smith. Um, I don't know. Did he come up with an interception as well? It was but intercepted way, to kill the game, wasn't it? I'm uh, sure it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a, yeah. Oh, man. We are making ourselves look right fools here. But <laughs> yes, the, the interception that actually killed the game for me was the um, Patrick Peterson interception. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. Game over. I mean, I know we're kind of ch- jumping around here with um, with our timelines, but obviously the Vikings uh, take a twenty four ten lead on a uh, on the Dalvin Cook fifty three yard touchdown. The two point conversion is good. Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen puts us up twenty four to ten. The Dolphins obviously need a quick response, like they got previous time the Vikings scored, but 
Patrick Peterson came up with a really massive interception, like using his years and years of experience to abandon his assignment, break on the QB's eyes and undercut the route, comes up with the interception that allows the Vikings to essentially run out the clock. Yeah, hugely instrumental play, massively. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I think I was quite happy to crack a beer and toast a five and one. I don't know about you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Well, yeah. The, the Dolphins made it close though, obviously with the with the final touchdown to Gesicki. Um they then failed on a two point conversion attempt. So still twenty four to sixteen. They try the onside kick and the Vikings are able to kneel out the game. And we go five and one. So have you cracked your beer? I have cracked my beer. I have, and I am toasting it to uh, Coach K tonight. I mean, and the and the and the Vikes all together, fantastic. I just want to pick if I can a couple of guys now that I think deserve props to sip my beer to. Jordan Hicks mm-hmm. again, fantastic. Jordan Hicks, Eric Kendricks again in the game. Daniel Hunter, Harrison Smith, obviously that. I mean, what did you make of that that interception? It comes off. Was it Hendrix's head? It comes into yeah. It bounced off Hendrix's head, um, (laughs) and I couldn't believe it didn't touch the ground. But it's one of those plays that, when you've got the rub of the green, the Vikings in this case were just able to come up with um, a a massive play in the most bizarre of circumstances. Um, And I'll add another player to the uh, the mix that you mentioned, uh, Zadarius Smith with his two sacks. Yes, and. Patrick Jones with his two sacks. Um, Patrick Jones obviously had no sacks going into, uh, no career sacks going into today's game, but he came up with two today for a loss of 11 yards, um, standing in for DJ Wanham, who was inactive today. He played very, very well and has staked his claim for a rotation on that defensive line. Absolutely. And how good is it, though, Tom, to speak about? We've always said, haven't we, especially last year and the season before, of how good the Vikes should be defensively. I think today, and especially in recent weeks, we've looked so much better defensively. I think sometimes offensively, we need to, you know, utilize what we've got a bit more. But mm-hmm. it's still there's still progress there. But major props to the defense. I mean, obviously, we're being in the UK, we are so far removed from like the daily goings on at Vikings HQ. Um, but from what I've heard, the playbook is still being installed. Like, there's still tons and tons of playbook on offense, especially that is that the the Vikings haven't been able to install yet. Um, and I think that the offense will come in time. Um, JJ getting used out of the backfield. Um, Thielen and JJ and KJ and Jalen Rager, all of those guys as receivers and Irv Smith, like they're all going to come good. And I actually don't mind us starting the season slowly as long as we finish it well. And starting five and one means that we can, like we're in a great position to try and do that. Yeah, we are in a great position. I mean, Look, of course, I'm going to say now, what was what would have been the best case scenario for you? Everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, 6 no, Not realistic. <laughs> I even won None. at this point. I'll allow the At Eagles. this point, yeah. You made, Looking you at the, the uh... point earlier, the Eagles are, mm. 
I mean, if, I don't know how much you've watched of them generally, but I think they're absolutely frightening. They're a team that could mm-hmm. go to the Super Bowl. They're, they are very, very good. And it's on the road. Yeah. And it was in prime the, time. You know, I'll take that. I totally agree with you. I think the team that stands between us and the Super Bowl in on the NFC side is the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they are the strongest opponent that we could possibly face this season. They're the only team that are still ahead of us. Yeah. In the uh, in the NFC and the, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> well, I tell you are a little bit throughout the game. Yeah, I got a bit of gas. Um yeah, the Eagles the only team still ahead of us in the standings. Uh but the what the important standing is the Vikings top of the NFC North 5 and 1. Ooh. The Green Bay Packers also lost today against the New York Jets. We haven't mentioned that yet today. <laughs> well, so that gives to. us a two game advantage at the top of the NFC North. So not on, and not only are we five and one, and the Packers three and three, we're three and zero oh in the division. Yes, um, albeit with road games against the Packers, Bears, and Lions to come in the second half of the season, um, and we're also four and one in the conference, and we're on a four-game winning streak. This could not get much better for the Vikings right now. I don't want to jinx it, but if you haven't, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't listened to our um, exclusive interview with voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, he did actually say the Vikings are going to make it to the Super Bowl this season. And anyone among you would be hard pressed to disagree with that man. I was going to say, if Paul Allen says that, you better goddamn well bow down to that, what he's saying, and get on board. Uh, yeah, He makes a very good I point, mean, though. Expanded for context, he made a very good point because, and I, I don't want to go too much into it because if you are listening to this, I would like you to go back. Tom, you did amazing work that week representing the team in London. Please go back and listen to that and listen to the context and how it's all come about of why he thinks that. And I think yeah, that's what really does hit home, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I remember him saying like that, that he only has gone into two seasons since being with the Vikings uh, where he thought we were going to make it to the Super Bowl. And this is one of them. Go back and listen to the podcast to see if you can... I mean, if you can't work it out, but see if you can... Uh, listen back and find out which one he also thought we were going to make the Super Bowl. Obviously, he was wrong then, but I think he could be right this season. I think I will agree. I mean, I'm, I've never been, you'll say... <laughs> like it. Celebrity Squares, I'll agree. Yeah, you, you, you know me. I've never been the most positive Vikings fan then, let's say. Very reactionary, <laughs> very like, mm, cautious, but I think I will yeah. agree because... Just based off of what I'm seeing, I'm seeing much better football this season than I think I've been partial to with the Vikings for uh, for many years. You know, uh, yeah, you got a hats off to them. They are really putting a putting a show on for us. And today, I think winning games like this today against a beat up Miami team where that could just not you, we could have just not turned up and it couldn't have been our day. We we just dropped. It was a stick. total banana skin. Absolutely. It was a total banana skin. Yes, absolutely. And we didn't. And we came through that. And I think today, I'm not saying this is where our season goes on, kicks on. We've got a couple of games coming up, but I think we'll highlight that if we can go on. But then if we do drop them, it's not the end of the world. Simply because what we were saying there with the situation down in uh, Stink Bay, <laughs> unlucky today. Go Jets. Um, you know, so I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> I don't think, uh, you know, that would have ended our season. I don't think there's a kick on our season, but I think it's a very good show of progression to where the Vikings are now. Yeah. 
I totally agree. I, as I said before, last time we finished, uh, last time we started five and one was 2016. We did pretty well that season with with uh, Sam Bradford, I believe, and I think that was that the season we had Case Keenum and we and the Minneapolis Miracle. Sixteen were. I thought that was seventeen personally. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, we but still, <laughs> yeah. But then the other. Stink. Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. 2017. No, 2016 was the season we had Sam Bradford, and actually did pretty we went well. Eight and eight. We went eight and eight that season. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we Cut went that eight. out. Yeah. Um, we, we, we went did eight go eight and eight, eight but because but we Sam Bradford it. set. Yeah, Sam Packers. Bradford set league records yes. for completion percentages, and that's what I care about. Setting league records. No. <laughs> um that was it. I'm just reading the Wikipedia page. The Vikings are the only the, the Vikings are the only NFL team to have more than once started five and oh or better and missed the playoffs. Oh man. Oh man. I Any, mean, anyway, if there's one year we can cut we can all of this out away. because what I was what I was gonna say was okay. Let's wind it back, wind it back. Yeah. So as I was saying before, so the Vikings, the last time we started uh, five and one was 2016. That wasn't such a great season, but the last time before that was 2009, where we went all the way to the NFC championship and lost it on a last second play by Brett Favre. And we won't talk about that, but that was a hell of a season. And it just shows with a good start, what good things can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And if we're trying to draw comparisons back to seasons past, let's go to 2017. Obviously, the miracle. We finished first in the North, in the NFC North, 13 and three, won against the Saints in the miracle. Unfortunately, lost to the Eagles in the championship game, which we said again could happen. Are we talking? Are we drawing comparisons of that? And then maybe let's see how far the Vikes have come to overcome that hurdle that they couldn't in 2017. Oh. Yeah, I don't see why not. I think it's just about making sure that we have that longevity in the team, like being able to stick it out for a full season. Like regular seasons are a game longer now. We go 17 games rather than 16. And that takes its toll on players. You've got to play a whole extra game if you want to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah things, things, things are looking good. They are looking good. Going like into said. our bye week. Yeah, and four straight wins. Four straight wins heading into the bye week. Now let's come out of the bye week. And I mean, we're going to do, if you are listening, we are going to do another, a kind of, you know, another We'll do a bye week special. Yeah, hey. a bye week special. And let's look at look at all this in depth even more. But, you know, we got games. You look at it, Cardinals, Commanders, uh, what was it? Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Jets. Patriots There's some good yeah. teams in there. I mean, today the Patriots yeah. win. The Jets win today. The Bills again. What was it Josh Allen goes against Patrick Mahomes this evening? You know, the Cardinals, yeah. who I think, and I put a bid on him, and I'm not going to say it because we'll do it in the preview, but I don't think Kyler Murray is all that anymore. I don't think he is. I think he's this season, he's st he struggled, and I've seen games this year where I've looked, he's not all that. Take him out the game like we can, like we have today. Well, and we'll we'll be good. Let's save that for the uh, preview pod uh, and bring this one to an end. Yes. Uh, finish on a high. The Vikings have won yet again. They beat the Miami Dolphins twenty-four points to sixteen to go over the bye week five and one. We will be back with a bye week special because we have no game next week, week seven. 
We come back on October 30th when the Vikings take on the Arizona Cardinals at US Bank Stadium. I can't wait to see it. Can you, Tom? Absolutely not. Minnesota we Vikings will be back. five and one. And we will be back with another podcast next week, previewing the rest, reviewing the first half of the season, previewing the rest of the season, and we will see you there. Skull Vikings. Skull. Pressure. Hit as he throws. Going for Felix. He's 